you got to think you're 20 to 30 in the league. Think about like how we eat or how we have eight in our young 20s going through our 30s and stuff like that. Like, bro, these mothers ain't out here. The only thing they want to do is drink expensive liquor. They kids. <laughs> <laughs> they got money. Like some of them must be going in and they they like, and it's usually the must that like be the the higher, the higher, the best, the best athletes in the NBA. But like mm-hmm. if you if you be honest about it, these mugs is us with money. Yeah, they normal people with bread. They normal people with bread. What you, what we wanted at, at 22 years old? Cars. You wish wanted shoes, some jewelry, and food that yeah. we ain't have to cook. Man, I be hearing them stories about them spending all that bread on them earrings, like $60,000 for a pair of earrings. I'm like, I ain't spending those 60 bands. I don't I care how much money I got. 60 bands for some earrings, bro? I swear I swear to you, the funniest Come thing. Come on, now. The funniest I'm story. Chad Ojo, I'm clearing that joint. <laughs> the funniest story that I've heard is T-Pain talking about spending money on that chain, the, the big-ass chain. <laughs> he said he spent 450K on it, bro. Because some dude at the start of the stage was like, I bet you won't get a chain and say big A chain. He said, I never saw the dude again. Man. Spent 450000 They was like, how much is it worth today? He was like, maybe two. He, he like, broke that thing down and made some other pieces, didn't he? No, it's still together. He still got the whole thing. He said uh, he keep it as a reminder to not spend stupid money. The, the thing that got me is his uh, Bugatti. I think he was one of the first singers or whatever with a Bugatti. Yeah. And he talked about how the radiator broke and you can't just replace one. You got to replace all of them. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's how they do. Now that's a scam for one. Hey, it's a scam for sure. Um, or the, the tires are $20,000 a tire. That's also yep. a scam. Uh, but no, no, those tires are like custom no, fit. custom is, made. No, yeah, no. The tires is legit. The radiator is it, it, not a radiator. We say it's a scam. It's because they put it together like that, but. You know what I mean, bro? You don't need to replace all the radiators if one radiator break. You do if they design it that way. <laughs> you have faith. They like. They like. It's gonna be a luxury car for a reason, and that's why y'all gonna see me in that Yukon Denali when I get that get the bread to go get that mug, man. Saving up for it right now. What's good, y'all? Views from the Bleachers Podcast. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. As always, your boy Path the Designer, joined by the pettiest man alive, Mr. P Kid. Um, we just chopping it up on this mug, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, we we didn't even discuss topics or nothing. Kid, what's on your mind, bro? Hey, man. We had a nice little uh, back and forth spat on. Oh, 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 yeah. This is what we talking about. Oh, here we I go. I got three seats, baby. Don't worry about it. Here we go. I got you covered. Um, Patrick, the designer. Had an interesting tweet today, and it said, uh, Pete Will's a bus. That's the tweet. This is the same person who told me when I was like, he ain't got it, bro. You was like, how can you say that when he's 19? He's this, that, and the other. I was like, you can just tell that he ain't got it. Ain't I don't want the man to be bad. I don't want him not to live his dream, but he ain't got four yeah, but, but that's, pick that's of the not, draft. That's good. not the angle you came off on it as, bro. That's oh, what I be that. telling you. Nah, and we had this conversation offline. That's what I be telling you. When you say stuff, you mean to be like, this is the logical breakdown of it. When, but when how you, you be saying loud, it I'm is, like, Pat, you know good and well that I want everybody to succeed. Nah, but he ain't got it. 
But that's not how I told you. That's not how you be saying stuff. Kid, kid to say stuff like this when kids talk about players. Kid be like, "Hey, listen, this dude couldn't make it in a rec league." And they be like, "Dang, dog!" Like, <laughs> kid, kid talk about mugs in the most disrespectful manner that you can, and then that's be like, true. Hey, "I don't hey, disrespect look, players hey, look, like that." Hey, look, hey, look. and then at the end, be like, "But I hope he do well." Be like, no, you don't, dog. That's not what dog, you, that's I can give what a hard take and still want that. you to do well. Yeah, but this, but how is how you be given the hard take? Now I will say this, right? Uh, and I think you said it the best, which is probably why people are outraged. Um, and uh, you know what? This is a good topic. What is a bust? What is a bust? Because for me, right? Kwame Brown got famous off this topic. Kwame, well, not no, no. Kwame, Kwame was trying to say that he wasn't a bust. <laughs> Hey, hey, look, hey, look. put my mama house on the golf course. <laughs> hey, like, we know what money you got. And, and here's be... the thing, right? This is this is the, that's the part. That's the part, right? It's not to say that you're not successful in some manner, but for me, and and it's always been my definition of a bust. You're drafted at a certain spot. Mm-hmm. You're brought into the NBA at a certain spot. That places a certain amount of expectation on you. Facts. Patrick Williams is the one that we were talking about. It's the reason that the tweet went viral. I don't know if I can call it viral. It's, it's got a lot of views. It's got a lot of lot of looks on it, right? A lot of likes on it. I should got say. a lot of got a lot of views. Um, the definition of a bust to me has always been: Are you living up to your draft capital? You're three years into this young man's contract. He was the fourth pick in the draft. He averages nine points a game. Sometimes he shows you that flash where he shows you a little bit more, but it's not that night in and night out. Mm -hmm. I didn't even say trade P-Will because you can be a bust based on where you're drafted and still be a very productive player in the NBA. There's many a player that we've talked about in the league where we've been like, yeah, bro, he kind of a bust for where he was at. You want to know who the best example of it is? People say Austin Rivers was a bust is a bust people no. say austin rivers is a bust based on where he was drafted based on how he had the hype he came out of high school and college with based on him coming up right all of that austin rivers is a very very productive player in the nba i'm not saying that p will will never be able to produce and i'm not even saying the bulls should give up on p will i think you should get the most out of them that you can but for the fourth pick in the draft he is not that and that's where we at right now. And listen, I'm also not one of those weirdos. And this is the part, right, that don't nobody want to retweet. This is the part that don't nobody want to talk about on Twitter. And I said this as well. <laughs> I'm not one of those weirdos that want dudes to fail that wear my jerseys or my team's jerseys. My jersey, like I own the team. That like wear my team's team. <laughs> Y'all are weird to me, bro. Like, Muzz really be wanting Muzz to fail just so that they can go to work and prove to their fans that they or prove to their friends at work that they was right. I told y'all he sucked. He should have never been here. He should have never did. Y'all really, it's months that been praying on this man down since He put on a Bulls jersey because you ain't know his name. That's weird to me. I can an, a, analyze the player that I'm seeing. And in this case, right, in the Washington game, DeMar DeRozan didn't get himself or didn't play. I thought this mm-hmm. was prime time for P-Will to step up, uh, uh, um, uh, Zach Levine gave him plenty of opportunity to have the mm-hmm. ball in his hand and make play, and he just didn't do nothing. 
he didn't knock down shots and he didn't make play and he, and he struggled, right? And, he, and not, the, not even the fact that he struggled, but he just didn't make an impact. And so, listen, what I'm seeing this season, up and down, inconsistent, he looked like a bust. Does that mean trade him? Does that mean get rid of him? Not in my book. Get the most out of him that you can because at this point, you're going to trade him for what, a second-round pick? No. Or an expiring contract? Like, you're not getting nothing crazy back in the NBA. At, at this point, you're trading him for he's a th- he's a, a piece to be added with the other players to get, get something that you desperately need him. And for me, he's listed as a power forward. When I was mentioning, hey, like I was big on the Jeremy Grant rumors because I wanted Jeremy Grant because I saw something that we desperately needed. And it's even more evident now when we don't have DeMar and it's just Zach and Vooch. We're looking at the others like oh, somebody going to help, right? Like you get paid millions of dollars to play this game? Hey, we, we, can't say, you do. we can't say Vooch for last night because I was looking at Vooch like, hey, brother, you going to help at all? Not you a know what, Vooch has not been so throw an entry pass either. The, the, nobody on this team knows how to throw an entry pass into the paint. I swear to God. Vooch has been so consistent for me that him having a bad game is different because I've seen him be – almost completely removed from a game plan and still give me 10 and 10 uh off like two shots like i like vooch to me vooch is good to in my book but like everyone else like hey like alice caruso i know that we want you for your defense but you gonna do something else like just a little bit so let me ask you this before you get too in depth right because i thought i think this is a good time what what is what is a bust to you to me what is a bust and I'm not saying, right, like, I'm not going with the Kwame Brown definition of, like, yeah, I didn't make it in the NBA, but I was successful in life. And it's like, okay, yeah, but that's not what we talk about in basketball. You you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. It's when you're not performing up to, you know, your draft capital. So, like, if you were fourth round, I mean, first round pick, fourth in the draft, you have expectations, yeah. which means whether the game plan is for you or not, it should be evident as to why you were drafted fourth. And that wasn't that. And I think people rely so much on, well, LeBron said he was stuck in good and stuff like that. Like Le- like LeBron is going to sit there and say, oh, yeah, he trash. Oh, yeah. Oh, nah, like, LeBron nah. is going to give him Brian praise. Will, Brian will, though. Brian, Brian, Brian talked about some others and been like, hey, listen, uh, you know, he wanted to have a conversation and he wasn't ready to play with the big dogs. <laughs> you uh, know, Brian, Brian, Brian has addressed some mugs that, that wanted to, to, to put yeah, buck, buck their chest up a little bit. Let's be real. Listen, listen to all the people who were uh, speaking about P. Will. They were asked about Patrick Williams. Like an interviewer said, so what do you think about Patrick Williams? And then they hand the mic off like it's going to hurt your brand as a star to sit there and say anything about this kid who just got drafted. He's in this situation trying to figure it out like you're not going to do that. Like that would be bad business. It won't make sense. And everyone said that was like, oh, yeah, look at this. He's endorsing like he didn't endorse nothing. He sat there and, and said, yeah, he played He played well. Like, that's that's what they're supposed to do, right? And legitimately, Pete Wood did have a decent game defending well. him. Like, let's, well. I'm not going to make light of it. But, like, we took that to the next, to the whole level. Oh, he's going to be Kawhi, Kawhi. Like, y'all don't really look at what Kawhi did while still trying to wait his turn on the Spurs. He made an like, impact. Why made an impact? He made an impact. He was aggressive. That's what, it, that's what as it the comes fourth down. option on that team. Yeah, that's what it comes down to being having the ability to make an impact. But I don't know, man. Like I, I, and I feel like it's a lot of people right on both sides, right? And and like I said, the people that are weird, the people that are weirdos to me are the mugs that like, 
like you've been waiting for somebody to say that P. Will is, a, or you've been waiting to be validated in your basketball analysis. Like that's weird to me, bro. It's like, listen, in, especially doing shows like this and doing podcasts and 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 working for the Locked On Network and different things like that. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong, but you have to give what your opinion on the thing is. You also have to understand that sometimes you're wrong. And I feel like the best people in the world, listen, Stephen A. Smith admit when he wrong. Shannon Sharp admit when he wrong. Mm-hmm. You know the people that don't? Skip Bayless. How we look at them mugs. Like you know what I mean? Like I like that's 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 the thing for me. And when you're doing shows like this and when you're talking about sports, right? Like, listen, I'm not I'm also not gonna sit here and act like I can tell you that uh, I've been in the NBA locker room and I know what these players are going through mentally. And I know, right? Like that, that's that's the part where I feel like a lot of sports talk is lost. And a lot of people, yeah. because they just want to run their mouth and they don't want to learn nothing. Now, is there going to be something that comes out where it's like, oh, P. Will was going through this? I mean, maybe, right? Like, there, there could be a, 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 a list of things for the reason why he's not playing up to, to snuff. But I'm going based on what I'm seeing right now. You had a whole offseason with DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. You came back with, with a little bit better handle. They gave you more opportunity. They're giving you more opportunity. I gave it's still happening. They're giving you more opportunity. Sometimes mm-hmm. you play up to that. Sometimes you don't. I think that your aggression turns you into a completely different player. Your best games happen when you're getting to the free throw line and you're down low attacking the cup and teams are forced to mm-hmm. foul you because you're big as heck. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately, like the boy's got an NBA body. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's 21 years old. He has he he, he is is has a physique like I ain't gonna say LeBron. He has a physique better probably than LeBron had coming into the NBA. Mm-mm. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember seeing. Hey, hey, hey. hey, he he's just NBA ready physically. Let's just say that. <laughs> Let's reel that back a little bit, baby. That's, 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 I just got to watch LeBron. What he coming to the league at? He was two thirty. LeBron. Yeah. What he coming to the league at? I'm talking about man, coming LeBron, into the league, NBA. LeBron like, came to the league a whole man's pause. Like, I mean, like this man, this man, this man, this man was 18 years old, like 250. Like, like, no, he was he was a big I, I, dude. I, 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 I might know. have to walk that one back. I might have to walk that one back. <laughs> like, like, sometimes you gotta walk it back. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I can admit when I'm wrong, you know what I mean? But no. I drive I, wait. Well, I, I wanna I'm curious now. I mean, P. I remember Will, he I was think, big. I, I think P. Will is 220. I think P. Will is 220. Um, which is by the way, he's 21 years old, he's 220. That's a grown man. <laughs> that is a ridiculously grown man, right? Like, and so, like we said, like this expectation that I have with P. Will, and I'm not even saying P. Will can't prove me wrong. I have a photo in my phone right now. I seen it because I saved it on Twitter because I tweeted it so much. What are you coming to the league? 245. That's a big man. I said, what I say? Oh, I said 230. No, I was, I, yeah, that's 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 a that's a strong man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I legitimately have a picture in my phone right now. I just seen it on Twitter. It's a picture. It's that picture of Dexter, like holding his, looking at Einstein, but it's got Mitch Trubisky over it. And underneath <laughs> it just says, stun on these hoes, bro. <laughs> and I would tweet that every single Sunday. And I would be like, prove me wrong. Wow. I don't want to see mugs fail. I want to see Muggs play up to the standard that they were drafted. I don't want to see Muggs get up to their playing or uh, get up to uh, the the standard that the city, rightfully so, and sometimes unrightfully, but I think rightfully so, holds you to when you're that high of a pick and especially the first pick of a brand new GM. These are the things that we – if Ryan Pohl's first pick 
was well, maybe we'll see, right? We we got three, four years to see it now. But but if Kyler Gordon is terrible, not terrible, but if he's just a guy, and in three years, George Pickens is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. We're going to be looking back at that first draft and we're going to be like, hey, my boy, you got it wrong. <laughs> I already feel that way. Well, I mean, listen, George you, Pickens playing It's well. all about situations and what you need, right? And so when I look at P. Will, when we talk about the situation and what we needed, what do we need? You need, you need, here's, here's the one thing that I'll say. And when we I, drafted, what do we need as a team? I'm, I'm going to tell you. And it's the one thing you always need at the number four pick. You need somebody big that is going to be a game-changing player. You don't have that right now. People is not giving that. you that. You need somebody big. You, you, we could say Tyrese Halliburton. We could talk about all the – outside of Stephen Curry, ain't no point guards winning championships. You need and, – and we see where the NBA is going. And I think AK saw where the NBA is going because he drafted a dude that was shifting the NBA to go that way. You mm -hmm. need somebody big that can be transcended. P. Will's large. He's he's 6'8". He's 220. He's strong as heck. Sturdy base. Should be able to do all of these things that we think he can. Mm -hmm. He's just not doing it right now. But you, but the, the direction that the NBA is going, and if Muggs don't realize it, you just got your eyes closed, is the big man. Hey, tall people are good at basketball when you got to put a ball in a 10-foot rim. It's going That's back to the big man. Always... Now the big man is just more skilled than he was yeah. 20, 30 years ago. Ooh, That's just Al all it is. Alperine Sangoon out there, my boy. <sighs> hey, listen, Houston, if y'all fumble that bag, I will gladly come in for the scoop and score. <laughs> yeah. um, that you know the interesting thing about it is as we overall have these conversations and i and i the one thing i've always been a, a really like is what we do but i don't really like it is we ultimately have built a business speaking about other people's lives and it's weird it's weird a little, a little weird um and so i, I want to make sure that as people see this, there's no ill intent. It's just kind of what sports talk is. But if I actually had the opportunity to speak to some of these players that we talk about, like the first question I would ask people is ultimately, like, well, how did he envision his career going? What did he envision would be the situation where he would thrive? You know, oftentimes the business of basketball, it comes into play and it totally derails, you know, where a player could ultimately thrive. It's not like, he could just quit and say, I'm going to go to a different organization or a different team. It don't, it don't work that way yeah. at where he's at. You know, if I don't like where I'm at or what I'm doing secularly, I can quit. I can go. I'm confident enough that I can go find another gear. P. Will can't do that. It didn't at one point work that way. P. Will doesn't. If P. Will right now said, I don't want to be here. Hey, we, he'd be taking a huge risk. Hey, because he's not huge, garnering the attention. Huge risk, but you, we, we've seen some, some, some players that me and you have both looked at as. Uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if you good enough to be making that call, my boy. Not, not mine, <laughs> you know what I mean? Making millions of dollars, it, it, it's totally different than comparing it to me or anyone else who yeah. does that. They get paid way more than we do, right? That's just a fact at this point in stage in life, but. You know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot more into what they have to go through in their lives and what the situation really is behind closed doors that we just don't see. And um, 
you know, the one thing that we know is that it does affect them. It really does affect them, and they pay attention. Yeah. Anyone who sits there and says they don't listen to it, stuff like that, I don't believe it. You know why I, I don't believe it? Because because they know about it. They're aware of it so much that it comes up subliminally in a lot of the things that they do. You know, the only person I think don't know about it for real in the NBA is Jared Allen. They be asking Jared Allen about stuff people say about him. He'd be like, who said that? What, 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 when was this? What happened? But Jared Man, I was, I was, like I was he, chilling he, watching he does TV. the flip phone. Hey, bro, I, I think he really do, bro. I think he really do got a flip phone. I think he legit. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Am I wrong? Or not? I swear. Hey, I think he got a flip phone. He, he looked like he got an old flip phone. And you know what? If you need to call him, you call him. He can still text. There's really no need for social media if you're not trying to build some type of brand. Yeah. If you if are you the brand, are getting paid twenty, thirty million dollars a year. Like, there's no need for social media. I th- it just if you are the brand, you know what I mean. Like Derrick Rose just got on social media. What? Two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, I think he yeah, got on sure. during. I think he got on right after COVID, or maybe during COVID. Like when things opened up, maybe a little bit during COVID. And it was just like, fam, he built all of this up off of everybody else talking about it. That's that's talent. That's crazy. That's that's what mm-hmm. I. That that shows you the level of and 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 to anybody out here trying to dog Derrick Rose I know we're jumping around a little bit but we'll get back on track we we going to get back to the conversation at hand anybody out here trying to dog Derrick Rose I don't care what none of you regular dudes that hoop at the park say Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce <laughs> Ray Allen <laughs> LeBron James are all on record talking about Derrick Rose and what he had an ability to do I don't care what y'all think about Derrick Rose and what he should and should do. What? He getting in the Hall of Fame. Shut all that up. T-Mac's in the Hall of Fame. T-Mac ain't been out the first round. Derrick Rose got an MVP in the ECF. Get up out of here. Uh, uh, And number two, when John Lucas III said Muggs was out here catching a Rose flu, I had to go back and look. Do you know multiple times in the 2018 season, when Derrick Rose, 2018, 2018, no, 2018, you tweaking, Pat. 2000, 2000, no, it's not 2008. When he went in 2011 season, that's when he won his MVP. Okay. In the 2011 season, Derrick Rose had a string where he was playing all the best point guards in the NBA, cooked every one of them. Mm-hmm. After that, all of a sudden, point guards were just disappearing from lineups, dog. Mm. <laughs> I start looking through it, I'm like, yeah, he out. He back the next night. He out. He back the next night. <laughs> Damn. Hey, but hey, Taking injuries to get it, uh, to avoid getting embarrassed. The only one, the only one that uh Derrick Rose legitimately didn't cook, because he I think I want to say he was playing Russ, Steph, Kyrie, uh, and I think Tony Parker was in there. Tony Parker didn't, he didn't cook Tony Parker. It looked good at the end of it, but when you rewatched the game, you was like, no, nah, Tony was giving Buddy the business. Tony had some game on that mug. But after Tony that, Parker. I started looking. I was like, hey, man, Muzz was really out here catching a rose flu. Anyway, back to the that, – that's what a bus don't look like, by the way. But I – People really out here dogging the Derrick Rose? Like, I've heard you say that before, like, Bro, off, off camera. But I don't see it. I don't see none of that talk. 
bro, Muggs be literally talking about Derrick Rose like y'all hype him up. It was three, four years. It wasn't that impressive. They gave him the MVP because of the narrative. They gave bro Muggs be sitting here acting like Derrick wasn't that dude. Sit there and be like, I'm like, bro, I watched this dude closer than probably most people did like i was i was the rabbit bulls fan when derrick rose was on the team i'm sitting there i'm trying to figure out how he floating from the free throw line like that how does he keep the elbow tucked how's he like muzz was done and then i was like derrick like if you added your floater to your shooting game like you might shoot a little better but uh, like just just do that motion on the shot and it, it might work a little better um but bro like mugs really just be like and even the conversation of should Derrick Rose number be retired? Should Derrick Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Youngest like, MVP. Well, he was the youngest MVP, right? No, he, he still, still is. is. Ain't nobody younger than him won MVP yet. Unless Luca gets it. If Luke, uh, I think if Luca gets it, Luca would be the youngest. Well, he would be closest, the closest. That's Either way, yeah, he's MVP, a league MVP. If he's not the youngest now, he's he's one. Oh, he's of still the youngest. youngest right now. Uh, I know that. Ain't nobody younger than him won MVP because it's been Russ, it's been Jokic, it's been um, Giannis, maybe Giannis? Hey, it ain't, I don't think so, no. No, no, Giannis was in the league like six years before he won his MVP. <laughs> Giannis was in the league when Derrick Rose was winning MVP. Yeah, so I, I tell you what. Nah, how many first of all, how many league MVPs have walked through Chicago's door? So Derrick Rose was 23 in 10 days. And Luca Doncic is no nah, Luca's 23. 23. So I think and I don't think he then uh, oh that's no. that's a wrap. It's over. He's still in the youngest. Ja Luka. might be the next one that might might be able to get him. Luca gonna have a phenomenal career. Lucas' career so far is crazy. Anyway, hey, we, we we talked about that. We had that video out here, bro. That man killing it. Ja can't even get it. Ja 23 already. Halliburton is too old. Hey man, I think I think it's is safe. Halliburton too old? Yeah, Halliburton too old. Because Halliburton, I believe, played three years of college, two years or three years of college. Halliburton and Halliburton should be in the discussion for MVP the way he's playing. I don't get what nobody say. Um, Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton. Now nah, he's 22. He ain't gonna Tyrese Halliburton. Dang, bro. That man was born 2000. It's crazy. Oh, uh, man, we out here from the late 1900s, bro. That's what it is. Ain't that something? <laughs> um, yeah, he'd be no, nah, because he turned 23 next month. He ain't gonna win it. Remember, it's 23 in 10 days. Yeah, it's Derrick Rose. He's going to go in for another month. Yeah. After his birthday. So, I mean, listen, like, it's just, it's insane talk to me, bro. And it it must really be sitting there, like, especially like barbershop talking about and stuff like that. They'd be like, Derrick wasn't that. Like, he was, he was nice. And they always do that. He was nice. I'm not going to say he couldn't play, but he wasn't all that. That recency bias. Beginning, you. you know, bias. that recency bias gets you so much, and, and people did that to Kobe's career. There's some people I promise you that if I ever got a chance to meet, I say this every time, I'll I won't shake their hand. I absolutely won't. And you'd be like, Well, how would you feel like that over somebody you never met? It's like you don't understand. It's not even about never having met the person, it's, it's just how understanding they the narrative. It's, it's just about how that person gave their all to a sport, yep. 
and for the fans, us included, just to have someone who sits behind a desk desecrate that yeah. to such a degree that he had to die for them to change their tone. That's wild to me. That's whack. A lot of the mud. That's and whack. Think, oh, think? I remember him too. No, oh, a, oh, I remember exactly who a lot of the muds was. Yeah, it was, it's a lot of it's a lot of cap out there, bro. It's a lot of cap out there. Um, I I I, I think here's the one thing that is going to be interesting to me. We're coming to a point in the NBA right now where there's so much talent, and there's so little research being done. And when I say research, right, like for me and you, right, like we, we've gone back, we watch Wilt Tate, we'll go back and watch Dr. J, we'll go back and watch the, guy, the guys that are the pillars of this NBA. There's so much recency bias and there's so much talent to choose from that people won't even go back to see the type of player Derrick Rose was. Outside of Chicago, I would bet you there's not many people who are young, right? I, what do you say, about 15? I say about mm -hmm. 15 that really know what MVP Rose was like. Because, I mean, it was it was so, you have to think, it's so many stars ago. It's not about years. It's about talent. It's about championships that have happened. It's about, it's so many players ago. And it's not enough people out here doing their research on these months. I give you case in point. You mentioned one of them. In this live, you mentioned one of them. Who? Mad disrespected. Tony Parker. Tony Parker. Kids today don't even recognize Tony Parker as an elite point guard. When Tony Parker, even though he was next to uh, to on uh, Tim Duncan, mind you, Tim Duncan would never have won those rings without the supporting cast around him. Tony Parker was a key factor in four of his five rings. You know, we always say that, and I'm the, not to get off. No, go ahead. Continue the Tony Parker point, because <laughs> we absolutely going to get off if I say that. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, cream rises to the top. I get it. Oh, no, I no. I'm, I'm not saying he, he has five, but Tim Duncan was killing him. <laughs> oh, Tim Duncan was a monster. Tim, Tim Duncan was destroying people like everybody's always like it's pop system that won them rings i'm like tim Duncan it's mr fundamental in his system that won anywhere bro. You know? <laughs> like, like, let's 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 be real here like the, the triangle the triangle is an excellent system but it was michael jordan or kobe in the triangle that made it work hey, i ain't seen the triangle work anywhere else hey, it don't <laughs> i ain't seen it work not nan place but like tony parker for real like when you go look at it the man is basically fifty percent from the line. Yeah. At one point, he has a like a ten year stretch of eighteen to twenty points a game, eight to nine assists, or seven to eight assists. Um, he was a Finals MVP. Like for a long time, it was it wasn't who was going to win a championship. It was like who it it wasn't who was going to win a championship East or West. It was all right, whoever comes out the West is going to win. Yeah. Because that's how loaded it was. If you got past the Lakers, or if you got past the Spurs. One of them was gonna win. That's the entire 2000s in a nutshell. Like, oh. if you all don't believe me, it's only three teams that won. Ball, well, four: Boston, uh, Boston, Detroit, Lakers, and Spurs. Oh, in the tens from 2000 up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike got. I mean, Kobe got five. Tim got five. 
and they didn't they they play on different teams they get them at the same time yeah (laughs) so like like those those names carry the decade but guess what tony parker was on the spurs yeah tony parker got got those rings Hey, Tony Parker was cooking mugs too. Tony Parker wasn't no joke, man. And, and that's that, I think that's the, the part that's tough for me with a lot of stuff, right? Because I feel like now the mindset is just so, man, y'all just want to go back to these old players that was doing it. These new players are better. Nobody's saying the new players aren't, aren't more athletic, more skilled in a lot of ways than majority, I think, we can say of the players from back in the day. Um, but at the same time, right, we sit there and look at uh, a lot of the moves that these new muds is doing, and we like, hey, uh, he got that from him. Hey, he he got that move from him. Hey, we seen that move over there from him. You know what I mean? There's like no respect in the league anymore. I don't. Here's the thing, though. I'm not gonna say the league. I'm not gonna say the league. I think I think it is a fan mentality because there are still people to this day to say Michael Jordan is to go in the league right now. I think oh, that, it I mean, is- but that that's different though. That's someone who is like in the air is such rare air that but LeBron you- James has had a twenty year career is going to pass Kareem in points, and you still ain't the goat because. But even you- that, right? Like even that that conversation is is uh, that's that's also crazy. <laughs> that LeBron is about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in points is crazy, and even with all of that, like I think in the league. Like to me, right, guys like John Morant, guys like Draymond Green, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, of course, LeBron and Muzz like that, like that, they legitimately have a respect for the era that came before them and, and multiple eras that came before them. And they sit there and they look at the games and they be like, this smoke was crazy. Look at how yeah. he did this. And, because they love the game. That's why they made it that far. I think that the fan mentality around what players are and how players should be has changed. And I think that that's, that's, that's the, the the part about the NBA that often, especially doing content now that does make me sad sometimes. Cause it's like, there's not a, there's not a loyalty to any specific team anymore. There's yep. more loyalty to players and that loyalty to players only lasts if that player is doing well. And to be honest with you, the comparison, the comparisons that get made, all those different narratives comparing one player against another and those those things have always existed yeah. but now we're at a point where like to be honest lebron is going to pass kareem and points this season we're still comparing him to kareem we're comparing him to mike instead of just appreciating the fact that he passed kareem in points yeah like n- like, like here's the thing when did kareem retire uh pff. 89 90. I was gonna say it was it was like right while we were around. <laughs> so Kareem's career was said and done with all the stats that we we now have seen plastered all over the place, right? Said yeah. and done, 8990. When did Mike retire? Which time? When did Mike become the GOAT? Oh, that's that's 98. The point I'm making is. You never had to have the most points to be considered the GOAT. You never had to have three championships or more to be con- – like Kareem already had did all those things, I mean, right? Kareem, had, Kareem was a lot already – <laughs> No, Kareem no, he was, don't. How many rings Kareem got? No, Kareem got a lot of rings. Kareem got six rings. Yeah, Kareem got like six rings. Kareem got a lot of rings out here. Like, Kareem you know what got I mean? six like, rings and six finals MVP. Hey, 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 listen. You kind of had to have the rings and the points to be the GOAT. 
Well, he has six MVPs. I don't know if they're final MVPs, but but the point being, Kareem already has the career, and we still put Mike above him. So this whole debate about LeBron should this because he he's all time least stuff like that. The it never it was never about the points. It was never it was the way you dominated the game. So like yeah. that ship has sailed on these conversations, but. Even still, to keep that alive, it only does three things. And one, it disrespects LeBron and what he's accomplished. Let him enjoy that without the the the, the air of comparison. Like, there's no need for it. I be mean, happy that someone from our era was able to accomplish something great and be the standard for, for a different era. And just appreciate that. that be, he's the GOAT of that era. That's cool. And, and, and we got to see it, though. That's the crazy part. Like, we got to see. The like, that's the, first, that, that's the first thing that I thought about, bro. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I was I was watching Brian the other day on the Lakers. And, and man, brother, get out of there. Um, But <laughs> get out of there. Listen, listen. I, go comparison aside. All of, I, I seen an article or uh, uh, a video. I forget who was talking about it. What they was talking about. Uh, LeBron's the only one that we ever say he needs help. He need he should get help. Like he deserved to help all that. Chris hey, Bouchard look, said it. It was a Chris great, Bouchard a great said take. It. Hey, look, great take. I great. Hey, but at the end of the day, get out of there, bro. We we don't want to see you finish your career like that. Like we, we didn't want to see Jordan finish on the Wizards, bro. We didn't like Jordan came back for a long game reason that absolutely has worked out for him. But that hey, look, that was some bad basketball. I don't care if he did still average some good points and had a few good games. That was some bad basketball that we was watching out of there from one of the from the arguably greatest player of all time. And you just see him and you're like, oh, come on, Mike. Like, don't do me like that, brother. <laughs> but here's here's the thing to me with um when I think about LeBron, like he's the first player in my lifetime that I've gotten to see greatness from beginning to end he ain't messed up nothing he ain't got caught up in nothing he's been amazing on the court he's been dominant at every level he's won championships he's lost championships he's giving you the story and it's a heck of a story and i think that's the biggest thing from like i like i think about like the only player that i've seen at that caliber that's even close beginning to end and i didn't even really see beginning is Frank Thomas. Mm. Derek Jeter for me. See, y'all not going to like my take on Derek Jeter. Like, Derek Jeter wasn't even the best shortstop on his team. Derek Jeter just was the face of the Yankees. I, I don't like that's hey, that's <laughs> like like I always every time it's like it's like Derek was great, but like Derek, Derek had greater help on his team like Derek to me of course he was the face of the Yankees but he wasn't the best player on his team <laughs> no he wasn't the best player on his team at times I mean he played with A-Rod uh, yeah, yeah. He, he played with a lot of muds that, that he played with a lot say, of people he had some that, help that you, that you could say was was a lot better than him but, my I mean, but, but still like the whole thing was just a, a great but career. yeah seeing, seeing Roger from Federer, the game, I think yeah. of Nadal I think of those the, like I have to go to a different sport and say like you, tennis you do like you gotta go to uh, tennis almost like legit like you saying it Tiger Woods uh CR7 have to think about here Tiger like, Tiger Woods Tiger Woods Tiger Woods well you said not get into any stuff so but golf is, well, yeah, man. golf is a different game. Like, golf I mean, a you, game you can play until you're like 55, 60 in that game if you keep your back in tight, uh, intact. So, I mean, 
kind of, but even that, right? Like, like Tigers won a Tom master. Brady. It, it's it's yeah. Tom Tom is probably, but see, Tom got know, divorced, but he wasn't in no scandals. Tom, uh, Tom. We've never probably, seen it like Tom. That's probably the only. It's probably Tom and LeBron, honestly. Like greatness from beginning because even Frank, I didn't see the beginning of Frank. Frank was drafted in ninety when Frank was at his best. I was like, I baseball, that. baseball was my first sport, was my first love. So when I was, I when I was born, I was probably four, four three, four, five. Like I remember seeing Frank, but like mm-hmm. I don't remember like, oh my god, this is in my mind. I was like, this is the greatest player in baseball, but I don't remember, <laughs> uh, you know, like he he realistically yeah. wasn't, but he was in my mind. Um, but Brian, yeah, Brian is the first player that I've been old enough to see their greatness from beginning and really recognize it, really focus on it, really like mm-hmm. for from sure. the time you came in to the time you're going to leave at some point. I, I, I was there for all of it. And that's, that's crazy. I mean, Kobe was Kobe kind of, I guess when he was doing his best, we got to see it. Nah, but I, like, it's about the story though. Like I'm, we've been there for the whole story of Brian. Yeah. We were shorties when Kobe was drafted, and then Kobe's story, you know, his first couple years, he really Kobe was the first shooting guard drafted out of high school. So that's yeah. a different pressure. Like yeah. Kobe, KG, I think a couple other players, them getting drafted out of high school and working out allows LeBron to come in and they give him a real serious look and he gets the keys to the city. Yes. And so I, I'm happy they worked out for him. Like I have – Kobe's my favorite player of all time. I think Mike's the GOAT. I think him, LeBron, and Kobe are Mike, LeBron, and Kobe are top three, top five. Mm-hmm. You can flip them around. I would put LeBron over Kobe simply because we've never seen LeBron before. But even still, it's just like you can it, it should be okay to say that. Like it's it should be okay to acknowledge greatness yeah. and not be like, oh, but he wasn't better than Kobe. Like in some cases he was. And I think that's the that's the part. Even LeBron, I mean, even Kobe knew he would he would be like Kobe's like he's going to be better. Like there's an interview with him saying that. Yeah, it's okay to let it go. It's okay to sit there and just live in the moment and appreciate what you see. And it's weird to me that Muggs don't want to. It's like why would you want the game to be the same? You want to know the games that are the same that nobody want to watch? No more? baseball. Baseball. <laughs> it's the same game. The changes they've made, and they, and they they're realistically trying their best to figure it out. But the changes they made have not adapted with the, the mindset of the modern era. It just hasn't. And and I, I can sit there and I can watch a, a nine inning baseball game, and I don't invite none of my friends over to watch one with me because ain't nobody gonna sit there and watch a baseball game with me for nine innings. I'll watch it with you. I'll be sitting there wondering. I'll be asking a thousand and one questions, and probably talking about everything other than the game. Because that's how I, I, slow the game is. That's, like, that's, that's baseball as well. You you can miss nothing. That's <laughs> so why I said I said we got to do a podcast with a baseball game live stream on. We're watching the game. We just like, oh, that's a good hit. Yeah, man. So I was talking to Judy the other day, man, and she was tweaking right. So I figured Dog. we gotta have this conversation about this. And, oh, strike one. Now we gotta figure out we how to do it. <laughs> with playback, we can do it. We're going to actually do it at this point. Overall playback, I want to do it. I want to sit there and have these. I want to see how much content we can force in a baseball game. Oh, we can. I think that's the best place to have these random conversations. The whole time, that's probably the best place for views from the bleachers to be on, man. We might have to have y'all over there on that with us. That would be hilarious, dog. That in a soccer match. 
I'm now that's where I'm gonna be asking a thousand one question, bro. And I here's the wild part: grew up watching. Like, me and my dad was talking about this the other day. I I was like, he was like uh, talking about like all these this stuff going on with soccer and and what happened mm-hmm. and who these mugs were. And I was like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. It's the only sport in the world, probably. But I don't have no idea what you talk about. I know rugby athletes. Wow, you a different breed. I don't know what that, bro. Hey, dog. Hey, you throw me out. Let's get to the conversation going about the all blacks out here. You know what I'm talking about? You just like randomly pull that out your behind. Like, what the heck you doing studying rugby athletes? Hey, bro, rugby is fun. I, I really, I really be watching rugby. Like, bro, they need to put this on TV in America. How, how, how soccer is in America now? That's what I'm waiting for with rugby. I need to see that on TV in America. I'm cool. I'm gonna just go back to watching soccer. I used to be really into it, but like no one played. That's the one thing about Chicago and being in the inner city. No one played a variety of sports. It was just two. It was basketball. Basketball, football. football. That's all you're gonna play. No one played tennis. No one played soccer. Yeah. Like every soccer field was a football field. Yeah. And the goalpost was just something you hung on. Couldn't dunk, you win and go practice your dunks on the goalpost, anything <laughs> like that. But like, no, I, I think this was a great yeah, conversation fact, in regards to great to, to greatest man. I, I'm happy that we actually had it because it's one of the things that's changing in sports media, sports talk, that I really hope just finds its way back because yeah. it's really sad that we spent what a decade with just nothing but visceral hate against certain athletes for no apparent reason. You know what I will say this. There's been a war between two fan bases that needs to end. It just does. Jordan fans and LeBron fans. And it's because, and this is why, Jordan fans, look at the LeBron fans. If, if Everybody, who if, if you're a Jordan fan and LeBron fan, look around. Look at each other. If you're listening to this together, you're weird. Um, <laughs> you are doing to LeBron fans what Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all of them fans did to you. Mm. And you're using all of these reasons. Now, I will say this. Mike gave some great ammunition on why he was above those guys, and he had players co-sign him that kind of killed that argument. Players today, they've every LeBron time. LeBron and Mike didn't get that opportunity because the age gap was just too much. It was just too much, right? And and, and Jordan is big up them. But y'all got to stop this beef because at this point, there's never going to be an answer. There's never going to be a finish to it. And all you do is disrespect one of the players to make your player look better. Facts. He ain't did this, and Jordan did. He ain't did this, and LeBron did. He ain't did this. He ain't He ain't this. Nope. He ain't that. He wouldn't be this. He wouldn't be that. Listen, if both players played in this era, we'd be sitting here, and we'd be like, man, I'm tired of them meeting in the finals every year. i give you one better. This is another player who exists currently that gets a lot of hate. And I, some of it is like it, it's it's due. But there's like literally no appreciation for his skill set and like the history that he sets year over year. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Y'all realize that Kevin Durant came off of a career engine ending injury and got better? Yeah. His numbers are better. Best he's had his entire career. Yeah. But the the hate of well, he went here, he went there. Like, do you know how many players made that? 
same move? I mean, let's not act like Charles Barkley didn't go play with Hakeem after Hakeem won championships. He ain't winning, though. Charles Barkley went to Hakeem and Clyde, and you can't tell me that ain't supposed to be a dominant team. LeBron went with Dwayne Wade. <laughs> they, they didn't win. They didn't the win. Came back. It's a whole different story. No, yeah, they, didn't they, ain't win. they didn't even make it there. You know, Carl Malone was busting tail. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, like like LeBron, and it, like the moves have been made. It's happened before. Yeah. Like, do, how do you think Larry Bird? Did, did y'all look at that Celtic team? I think I think the difference was y'all forget all how stacked these teams were. I, I think it's the, been happening all it's 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 the story of the NBA. I, I think the difference was then that and and legitimately, right? Like when they were younger, everybody in the 90s really did just want to kill each other. And then when they saw they when they saw their career on the horizon, they was like, I, I gotta go find some help where I'm not gonna get a ring. And it and it really is who said it? I think it was KD that said it. I gotta get about it too. I think it was KD that said it though. Um he was it KD or was it Steven Jack? One of them. I think KD, they might have been talking about KD. He said, A player can have an amazing career, and y'all will sit there and eviscerate who that player was and how well he played because he, he didn't win a the championship. And so, yeah. And I, I literally was like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a ring. I would, I would ring chase a little bit because no, you know who it was? It was um, Iman Shepard said that too. it was Gilbert Arenas. It was Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas. Arenas. Yep, yep, he yep. said, he said, if I was, he said, yeah, I, if you gave me the opportunity to go get a bag and go get a ring, yeah, I would do it because go, you go know what? It. I know I'm better than a lot of them muds that got rings, and y'all put them above me. I don't know if I agree with Gilbert, but he'd be like, he said, y'all put them above me because I ain't got a ring." And I know that's wrong. And and so, like, I, not to say that I agree with how it was done. And I like, uh, who was it? Evan Fournier came out. And he was like, y'all know y'all was wrong for that. <laughs> y'all know y'all was bogus for putting that team. I was, I was weak. <laughs> <laughs> but at the, end of, at, at the end of the day, you have to decide what you want your long-lasting legacy to be. Kevin Durant made a choice. He could have been the loyal dude in OKC that probably never wins a championship. He could be Dame Dash. He could I mean, be Dame Lillard. Lillard. Dame Dash, Dame, brother. Hey, Dame Dash down. shows the wrong side, too. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, he still got more bread than me. I know he's going to be like, who are you? Guess what? I'm just saying. <laughs> Dame, Dame, Dame stayed in Portland. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Dame, Dame stayed in Portland. And that's that's really what it is. But at the end of the day, right? Like you know what? Somebody there's certain there, there's there's certain players that don't want that to be their their legacy. Yeah, that's a fact. I love Dane. I think Dane's one of the most underrated players in the NBA. I think people really do disrespect this game because they don't actually watch Portland games. I'm not saying you should be out here watching every Portland game, but Dane's a pretty good freaking player. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of Dame Lillards that I would pick over uh over over many a point guards in the game. Go to the Lakers, bro. We ain't gonna even sweat it. Go to the Lakers, bro. Get you a ring with Bron and AD and, and call it a day, bro. Cause you ain't ain't nobody coming to Portland. Ain't nobody coming to Portland. Ain't nobody, nobody coming to Portland, Portland, bro. Jeremy. Anybody, Green, hey, only, Portland, only player, only player ever went to Portland was Scottie Pippen. 
And you see how that worked out. Hey, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode, man. Views from the Bleachers podcast, Pat, the Santa Fe Kid. Hey, we said a lot of stuff in this one, man. And if you don't agree with us, you just might be sitting in another section. Views from the Bleachers podcast.